0: Everybody, it's uh, Rich Big Daddy Salgado, and uh, another segment here on Big Daddy and Friends. And uh, I'm honored uh, to have this next guest because uh, I've seen their uh, growth. You know, I've seen from day one to where they're at now, and you know, the accomplishment of the accomplishments. I'm sorry, let me correct myself. Accomplishments are something that everyone should know and see and admire because she and I'm saying it again, she is a pioneer in the sports world and uh, she's a good friend of mine too so I'm glad again and honored to welcome Kelly Masters. How you doing, Kelly?
1: I'm great. Big Daddy. how are you today?
0: I'm doing good, you know. Just uh, excited to have you on, and you know, it's two friends uh, yucking it up, and and you love know, serious, and you know, there's no. Uh, <laughs> it's just us two yapping it up, and uh, and we're we're taping it. So
1: I love it. I love it. Well, it's it is an honor, and I'm I'm really. It's been fun to watch you do what you're doing as well. So I'm excited to talk to you today.
0: So, uh, you know, a lot of people may not know, so I'm going to enlighten everybody. Uh, you know, obviously, uh, I've done a little bit of homework, and besides knowing you personally, there's so many things that you've done. I mean, listen, you were Miss Oklahoma. I mean, like, <laughs> think about it. Think about it. I mean, what agent out there can say they have won a title like that? Nobody. Nobody,
1: I was on stage in Atlantic City at the Miss America pageant in a swimsuit. Yes,
0: <laughs> yeah, and that alone, let alone forget about the uh, I'm recruiting players and I'm in a man's world. <laughs> bikini in front of the whole right. world. in
1: front of millions of people. Yeah, yeah I, felt, exactly. I felt like if I could do that, I could do anything, literally.
0: So, look, you know, there you go. <laughs> Oh, my applause. But, uh, you know, you were able to win two awards there uh, at the, uh, you know, Miss America pageant. So that,
1: Thank listen, you. you know,
0: you've won the Super Bowl, the Heisman and everything else wrapped up in one. <laughs> <laughs> so. Great
1: experience and it paid for law school. If anyone yes. ever gives me a hard time about it, it's my scholarship yeah. paid for law school.
0: Hey, <laughs> so. listen, at the end of the day, you know, the old saying haters are going to hate. Right. And haters are just jealous because they aren't you. <laughs> that's true Think about it think about it you know it's like it's like your story you know you're a woman in a man's world mm-hmm. and you know these guys are telling you hey um, you can't do this why are you here and you know yeah. all this other stuff and at the end of the day you know you're like because <laughs> you're there you do. Right. you've done it and you're still doing it and you know what not only listen agent attorney uh, college professor, yeah. speaker. I mean, what else? I mean, oh, just got <laughs> married. I mean, you're like, boom. <laughs> boom. Lotto. Go play Lotto. I mean, it's like. It. Seriously. You
1: know? Yeah. I, I don't know if I want to test my luck there, but I have definitely um, pushed myself and pushed my limits. And, uh, and it's been a, a very full life. Very, very fun. And still lots left to go.
0: Yeah. I mean, look. Just like my business, I you know, we, we're all foot soldiers. You yeah. know, we've been well, listen, there was a point in time where if we didn't run into each other at a game, it was senior bowl, super bowl, pro bowl, pro bowl combine, combine, uh, <laughs> and then anywhere yeah. else in between.
1: Yeah,
0: uh, and uh, you know, the grind has changed a lot since the beginning because you know, you become uh, more heralded, more successful, more people sure. know about you. So you're not in the attack mode as you would be in the early on, especially right. you know. And I can relate to you because you're fighting people to you know get clients, mm-hmm. just like I was. Because
1: yeah,
0: uh, insurance is not the greatest thing to talk about. No one wants to talk about getting hurt. No one right. wants to talk about getting uh, dying, unfortunately, through an accident or whatever. Right. And and you know what? And I've been on the other side of the fence where look, uh, I don't think anything could happen to me, and I'm invincible. Well, you know what? I had an aneurysm, and I survived. Knock on wood. Right. You know, I'm still here. Uh, what, yeah. And, and I'm not. I'm a lot healthier now than I was back then. Sure. But you know what? Those are the things that, like, wake you up.
1: Mm-hmm. And, and you
0: say to yourself, wow, you know what? It could end tomorrow, you know? Right. I mean, and And that's the same thing when you're a woman and you're trying to recruit these football players, you know, all right, listen, if you get in front of 20, maybe you get one and that's a reach, you know, but that's great. I mean, that's better than zero. Yes. A lot (laughs) of people, yeah. And a lot of people don't realize how hard you have to work to get the client, you know, it's it's different in your business than mine because you're providing a full service where I'm really just providing a, a product and a service. Sure, you know, sure it's not as uh, labor intensive as your business. You know?
1: <laughs> it, it's so so much work and it's you know when I when I became an attorney, I was uh, I was focused on doing my work for my clients, but it was very, you know basically nine to five job, um, pretty normal, uh, the work that I did wasn't going to be on ESPN that night, <laughs> just <laughs> yeah. just very you know, boring, normal work. And I learned so much kind of in the, in the trenches, if you will, with, you know, with no accolades, no one knowing who I was or what I was doing, but just learning how to be a great attorney. But I always knew there was something more that I was destined for that I needed to get ready for. And uh, as an attorney, I was a litigator. Uh, Still am, 20 years later, uh, very, very part-time now because I don't have a whole lot of time for a law practice, Um, but also developed an interest in nonprofit organizations and and helping people give back. And that's, interestingly enough, that interest of me really trying to to find this bigger purpose in life led me to working with my first athlete, and then that led me to becoming a certified agent you know, jumping in with both feet, starting my own company, because agencies at that time were not hiring women as agents. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so 15 years ago, I launched uh, against all the odds, launched my own agency, had no idea truly how much work it was going to be. It was so far beyond just being a lawyer and negotiating. Uh, It was, you know, 24-7 recruiting and then serving clients, um, doing, you know, taking care of everything that touches their lives. Um, And and it's yeah, it was way more labor intensive, as you as you said, which is probably why I didn't get married till I was 44. And I have a very patient, wonderful husband that's very supportive. (laughs) Um, But my life has been serving and uh, very much like you. And, And I remember I actually remember the first time I met you at the combine. (laughs) i remember walking away and going who is this big daddy guy like he seems like the greatest but is he for real and after a while i started realizing oh my gosh everybody knows big daddy and it's because you worked so hard and you cared about people and you earned that respect because you genuinely cared about people and you you worked your tail off and uh i'll be honest that inspired me that really did inspire me early on in my career
0: well thank you those are very kind words and uh you know, hard work does pay off. It's, uh, you know, it's like this whole transformation I'm going through personally right now where, you know what, I ended up getting coronavirus. Um, I got sick and obviously you you knew all too well because our mutual (laughs) friend told the whole world.
1: Yes, uh, I heard about it on television. (laughs) Yeah,
0: Mr. Sean Hannity told all (laughs) the world that I had coronavirus (laughs) <laughs> and him and Papa Carlson decided to wish me well. But, oh, uh, nice! Yeah. Yeah, and, and you know, listen, I love him, and uh, he's a great. They're both great guys, and yes, yeah. next week actually. But uh, you know, uh going through that, really, uh, I sat myself down, and and I had no choice because I was laid up. Right. And and I said to myself, "Wow, this is a wake up call." You know, not that an aneurysm wasn't, but. You know, uh, I kind of was like, oh, I'm healed and blah, blah, blah. Let me go on. Uh-huh. But now it's to the point where I have to do a whole 360. I have to change my lifestyle around and, you know, uh, to eat my eating habits and my workouts. And now since uh, I think we we're allowed back in New York to gyms August 1, oh,
1: wow. I've
0: been going diligently every yeah. morning at 6 a.m. Sometimes 5 a.m. depending on my workout partner's schedule or wow. mine. And uh, and that's it. And you know what? The hard work is paying off because I see it, you know, like we were joking around, my clothes are baggy and – you know, good people you. are saying, and you know, people say it to you all the time. Now it's like, man, what happened to you? Blah blah blah. blah. Are you still sick? Yeah. And I'm like, no. <laughs> no, it just was I go, I'm, right. like, you know, I'm uh, sick in the head now because I'm not eating, uh, you know, <laughs> whole pizza pie or or right. three cheeseburgers. But uh, you know, it's all for the better, all for the good. And uh, and you know what? It fuels your. It gives me the energy to you know start my day that early and go throughout the day. Absolutely. You know, you know, I do need you know a few of these every once in a while, but I think that it's, uh, <laughs> mine's cost- on its way. Yeah, my yeah. husband
1: is going to the start to
0: Starbucks right now. So. <laughs> oh, yeah, you, uh, you know what? I, I'm a fan of a red eye because it's got that extra shot.
1: Yes. So, <laughs> I stuff. do. Of those
0: of, uh, I'm a yeah. big espresso guy, so uh,
1: nice.
0: I do those, and and you know what? They're no milk, straight black, and yeah. You know, I want it to serve its purpose, but uh, yeah. The one thing that I guess you know our viewers would love to learn is uh, what do you think attributed, attributed to you uh, fighting through the stigma of being a woman and becoming an agent? Like, you know, yeah, you talk about it a little bit, but go more in depth because I, I think people want to hear that and know that. Yeah. And, and, and you know what? As an admirer like I am, I think you'll get more admirers because they're going to want to know, Wow, she did it! How did she do it? Because yeah. you're going to inspire somebody to do yeah. something great like you did.
1: You know, it's so funny because I I talk to people and I hear that word that I was a trailblazer or a pioneer, and I honestly didn't set out to become that.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, I'm so thankful that you know the battles that that felt very personal to me uh, because I persevered through them. Now I can turn around and see so many people that are. Uh, that they're encouraged in their journey uh, and they're encouraged to reach their goals and persevere because they, they see that I did it and I'm still here and, I, and I'm still fighting the good fight. And so it's it's inspiring other people. And I that's just a um, kind of a happy byproduct of me persevering is that now I get to turn around and, and inspire other people. And that's everybody. Everybody can do that um, because everyone, we have no idea who all is watching us um, and watching what we go through and how we handle it. Well, and everyone people, for are,
0: people are watching because, you yes. know, and, and you know, and this is where, because I'm a guy in the middle, you know, I'm not yeah. attached to anybody or whatever. And you, you know, you speak with, when you're at the combine, you know that's a beehive. Everybody well, you, you know, everyone's <laughs> yeah. yapping and whatnot. And you 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 may not know it, but you have admirers out there that are watching and yeah. they know it. everybody I mean, look. Is. You're the only woman agent to represent more athletes than anybody. Yeah. You're on your, on your side me. of the fence. Yeah. You know what? And and that's yeah. something that I know you're proud of because you are a trailblazer, you are a pioneer, and that's it is what it is.
1: Thank you. Yes. Um, but it, it's, it is so funny that I didn't set my sights on me being famous or well-known or, or a, you know, a pioneer. What, I, what did happen in my life was I had lived you know, my entire um, childhood, young adulthood. Um, I was very, very driven and nothing wrong with that at all. Obviously, I'm still driven to this day, but I was driven by fear. Um, in my just in most of my early life was I was always um, kind of performing out of a sense of fear of failure, and fear of people not you know being impressed or, or letting people down. I was so afraid of failing and of not mattering, and and I was so caught up in that that when I did actually achieve you know things like you said I was Miss Oklahoma I. I won national and world championships as a baton twirler. I was, you know, the top graduate at OU. I just like goal after goal after goal I was reaching, um, which I'm, you know, I share that going, you know, I did that out of fear. Mm -hmm. And there came a time in my life, um, early 20s, when I really hit a wall and said, I cannot, you know, every time I would even reach a goal, it was still like it was never enough. And I still was in a lot of fear of, okay, you know, I've done this what can i do next or what if i don't do anything better than this or what if i don't keep succeeding and and what if everybody sees that i'm just this fraud and and so i lived in this sort of empty place for a long time and i i made a decision and it was i mean call it a spiritual awakening you know god became real in my life um i just i hit this place where i said you know what i i don't want to live in fear anymore I want to flip that switch and start living for purpose. Instead of being afraid all the time, I just want to find what was it that I was put on this earth to do? And how can I do that to the best of my ability? You know, what did God design me to do? What did he put me on this earth to do? And I just want to do that. And if I can make God proud of me, it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. Mm -hmm. And so it really was kind of that shift of living constantly in fear of what other people thought to now going, okay, what is my purpose? And I'm going to let this drive everything that I do is how can I be excellent at what I was, what I was meant to do in life. And I tell you through every challenge, you know, when I, when I was working with, I was actually had an opportunity before I became an agent, this was the whole um, transition. Um, I was uh, contacted by a former NFL player and his family, and they needed to hire a lawyer. To help with some of their issues they'd run into with their foundation and their charitable foundation. And I had expertise, you know, both as a trial lawyer and as a a nonprofit attorney. And so I was able to help them. And at one point, his mom just said, Gosh, if you had been, you know, where were you in the beginning? If you'd been an agent, we would have signed with you. And that's when the light bulb. Kind of went off. Oh, you know, this is—I had never thought of that before. I don't remember watching Jerry Maguire and saying, "That's what I want to do with my life." <laughs> yeah. um, but I thought, "Oh my gosh, I can!" I, you know, I, I love—I grew up loving sports, loving football in Oklahoma. Everybody, life revolves around football. Yes. And and I, but I never saw it as an opportunity. But suddenly, this opportunity opened up where I could really, genuinely come in and help young these young men with, um, you know, who had whose talent and hard work had put them in a position to have resources and a platform and influence. um, And they needed good people to guide them. And I saw like everything that I was passionate about and everything that, that I felt like I was good at and that I was called to do all converged into me becoming a certified agent to work with athletes to help them not just maximize their opportunities during their football career, but also uh, really plan a legacy and and make a, an impact in the community, in the world, um, and really help them and their families kind of navigate that process and set themselves up for, for a great future. And, it, you know, even growing up in Oklahoma, the other thing that I remember seeing is we would always idolize players and they would be stars in college, maybe go off and have great professional careers, but then they would end up Um, very broken after the fact and not that they weren't getting good advice, but I thought, gosh, you know, I really would love to be able to um, surround these amazing, these guys that we put up on a pedestal. I'd love to be able to surround them and help them and protect them and make sure they have the right people in their lives and the right guidance to make the difference that they want to make. And so that was really my focus. It wasn't about becoming, you know, a, a famous agent or a, um, you know well known as a, a you know the first woman to do anything yeah. i didn't honestly think about the fact that women didn't in initially i didn't think about the fact that women didn't represent nfl players i just found what i thought was my purpose and my calling and i leaned into it and pursued it and it was only i think when i got to when i took the test was when i first realized okay there aren't that many women you know here but that's okay that's my whole life i've kind of been the outsider and And uh, so I didn't mind it too much. And then I got to that that first combine and I was told by an agent that you would you would know who who I'm talking about if I mentioned his name, Mm -hmm. walked up to me in front of a huge group of reporters and told me that women didn't belong in the industry. And that I would never be successful, and I needed to find something else to do with my life.
0: Well, we'll and, make him uh, uh, <laughs> this recording. Uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> Seriously, he's come around now. He's had to admit he was wrong. Um, but no, it's it, it was I was I came face to face with being told you can't do this because of your gender. And I just said, well, that's that's kind of a weird reason to think that I can't succeed at something that I know I'm called to do. You don't know why I'm here. Yeah. And I, I fought through that. And the good thing is now there are you're seeing women um, really make, you know, break glass ceilings everywhere and and do things that you know, can go into rooms and, and accomplish things that women previously didn't do. And it's it's fun to see that. And, and I don't. You know, maybe I'm a lot, I'm different from maybe a lot of women. I, I don't really see it as this women are going to run the world kind of, you know, that kind of a, a, an agenda. I don't, I, I just want to have a fair shot to do what I'm called to do. And I don't want the fact that I'm a woman to be held against me. I, I just had this conversation with Dan Wetzel yesterday at Yahoo Sports where I said, you know, I, I never wanted to to be given an opportunity just because I'm a woman. Um, I just didn't want it to be held against me. <laughs> I just wanted a fair shot to do something that I felt like I was good at.
0: Well, you, you're doing a hell of a job that I will Thank say. You. And, uh, and, you know, it's funny you, uh, I, I did an article with the athletic that was done. Oh on yeah. Online, and, uh, and you know, the, the line that everyone always mentions to me is I can't believe, you know, big daddy that you said, uh, you, you survived uh, uh, an aneurysm a divorce and COVID-19. And yeah. God's not ready to take you yet.
1: No. <laughs> yeah.
0: I said, there's a purpose for me. Absolutely. Uh, and, uh, and, and you know, if I wasn't uh, successful at the other things or I had, uh, I w- it was negative to get sick and whatnot. Well, look, all that's behind me. Yeah. And, you know, I look forward. And yeah. I mean, when we talk about women and equality, uh, I'll share something with you. A lot of people don't know this, but I became an ambassador for a women's empowerment group.
1: Oh wow! Uh, yeah. I love that. That doesn't yeah. surprise me at all. By and, the way, uh, you believed be- in me from the beginning, so that doesn't surprise me.
0: Well, thank you. But uh, uh, and I'm going to introduce you to the founder and CEO one day because awesome. I, I think you would fall in line with what they're doing. That's I mean, awesome. I think it's a great a great fit and whatnot. And uh, yeah. the name of the group is called the Share Empowerment Group, and uh, you know it's about w- women helping women. And also the, what uh, I forget what the saying is the, uh, the he, she movement. Oh, okay. United nations is involved with and all that, but I'll leave it at that. Cause I don't want to yeah. step my boundary and say something <laughs> that's not correct. But okay. yeah, I became uh, involved with that. And, uh, and, uh, and I had some of my f- friends who you would know re- nationally and globally uh, yeah. support it as well and get behind it. And, and, uh, it's a big movement, and uh, nice. I'll invite you now. My golf founding, the Big Daddy Celebrity Golf Classic, is uh, June 28, 2021, wow. and uh, it's at really an the it. world-famous Ohika Castle. And, I love it. Uh, there, the share group will also be there as well as uh, we're mm-hmm. working on a couple of things to intertwine the groups because I'm supporting the Orthopedic Foundation, Right, right, yes. spokesperson for them and this share group thing, uh, group, and, uh, you know, just uh, bring two different worlds together to see what kind of turnout. And there's a couple of surprises that will make the turnout even greater. Uh, uh, I'll uh, I'll let that out later. But, uh, (laughs) you know, it's it's funny how life works. It's like a circle. You know, you're in one place one day, and you know, you're here the next day, and then a couple days later, you're over there, you
1: know, <laughs> right? You never know what's going to lead to the next thing, so
0: exactly. It, it's like even this, you know, you yeah. would have told me uh, when I started doing TV at Fox, that was 2000, and I believe it was seven, mm-hmm. and um. Uh, you know right away everyone says oh michael strahan must have got you that gig you know because it's fox and da, 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 da. Yeah. And, and actually it wasn't he had something to do with it but yeah. it really wasn't him it was something yeah. else that came up and uh and then i started doing it all of a sudden now, now here i am i'm going on there yeah. but then they gave me a mic and now i'm running around <laughs> Super Bowl yeah i love it and, yeah daddy what are you doing to interview <laughs> like, uh just be quiet and say hello you know, <laughs> yeah, gotten you know, uh, better at it. I've become, um, I've admired it and it helps for business, obviously. Sure, and there and whatnot. And then definitely. now here I am with this uh, show, which uh, I hope to take to bigger and greater things. And you know, I know plenty of people, so definitely, as as up is uh, it's long and uh, and it's great and it should be a lot of fun and uh, will be a lot of funnies. Uh, I'll be a lot of a lot of laughing. I love it. Yes. uh, So So great. It's all good. And then now let's get back to you. Enough of me. (laughs) Tell everybody about your new book.
1: Yeah, I'm excited. So uh, a couple of years ago, I got a message on um, Twitter, a direct message from um, a gentleman that worked for a publishing company. Um, of one of the big publishing companies, and said, Hey, when you decide to write a book, you know, I, I've followed you here for a long time. When you decide to write a book, let me know. And it's funny because I, I've that's one thing that I've always loved to do is write. Um, but I had talked myself out of writing a book a long time ago. I'm an avid reader. Uh, but I would always, you know, I remember walking into Barnes and Noble and looking around and going, gosh, there are so many books, you know, I don't need to write a book. Everybody, you know, that needs to write a book is writing a book. I don't need to add to to this. No one wants to read what I have to say. And I remember having that thought of kind of dismissing that, that dream of mine to write, uh, as much as I loved it. I just thought, you know, no one's going to read what I have to say. And then I got that message and kind of like when the you know, the NFL mom said, we would have signed with you if you'd been an agent, it just sowed a seed in me. And I started thinking about it. And I started um, looking back through my notes, I'm a, I'm a journaler. And, and so I, I write, um, you know, pretty regularly anyway, I'm always writing. And so I just started kind of putting my thoughts together. And it was you can appreciate this, obviously, in normal years, we're traveling every week to games. And so, Every time I would get on a plane to go to another game, you know, at least once or twice a week, I would pull out my laptop and just start writing and recording stories and thoughts and things, lessons that I wish someone had told me when I was, uh, you know, younger. And just all of the things that that had made an impact on my life that really added up to me feeling like now I have the opportunity and the responsibility to make a, a positive impact on the people around me in the industry and, and young people and students. And, and it, it's, it feels, it doesn't feel like a, you know, that I'm, it, to me, it feels like a responsibility that I have a responsibility to use my God given gifts to make an impact on the world. And so um, I put together all my thoughts. I was introduced to a, a literary agent who has worked with a number of, of sort of faith-based um or yeah, you know, athlete athletes and coaches that are well known for their faith, Tony Dungy, Nick Foles. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was introduced to their literary agent, and he became my agent. And it's I was I guess I was talking to someone yesterday maybe about it that ha- being an agent and then suddenly having an agent. I think I learned how to be a better agent by having an agent myself mm-hmm. um, because when we did put together the proposal and it went out to all of the publishers. I would literally call my agent every day. Have you heard anything? Have you heard anything? Like, <laughs> what are they saying? What are they saying? And I was like, oh my gosh, this is, I'm, I'm acting just like my free agents so that are like, what teams are you talking to? Who, you know, do I have a job yet? And so, yeah, so I went through that process. It started two years ago. Uh, we ended up uh, working with Tyndale House Publishing and the book is called High Impact Life And it's it's amazing. The writing process is I really truly enjoyed. It was very therapeutic. The hardest part I think was narrowing down, you know, what stories to use and which ones ended up on the cutting floor. And I I definitely have a few more books in me because there are so many stories and lessons that I that are not even in this book that I I hope to share um, someday. But I'm really excited about the book. It's available on on Amazon for pre order already. It launches in August.
0: So one of the titles could be recognized as the most influential woman in sports business.
1: (laughs) That could be, yes. (laughs) Um, That still blows my mind. Like I said, I I didn't set out to do anything but find my calling and pursue it. And, And that has just led me to, again, have that huge responsibility of influencing others.
0: Got it. Well, I will share this with you. I've also been asked to write a book.
1: Oh, good. I was going to. I was like, has Big Daddy Daddy already written a book? Because if he hasn't, he needs to. Definitely. uh, I look forward to reading it.
0: uh, I've uh, started the. I gave the okay. Now, Uh the big joke is, uh, you know, I'm going to have to change some names around to protect the innocent. You know. (laughs)
1: Yes. (laughs) That happened in my book, too. (laughs) You
0: know, and uh, and then, you know, uh, the other joke is. Well, you know, Big Daddy, your book will be probably a top five uh, New York Times bestseller. Yeah. But you'll have to donate all the proceeds to charity because you're not going to be around after the book is written.
1: <laughs> oh, gosh, yeah. <laughs> like, you will have uh, to go into a witness protection program or something. Yeah, exactly. I'll
0: have to move to an island. Uh, <laughs> where, uh, the only thing they have is food. Right. Seriously. About- they track me down via computer or cell phone, but uh, yeah, seriously. You know, uh, so I'm looking at that as well. That's uh, good you know, the next thing that's uh, down the pipeline, and uh, and good. you'll uh, be great. Yeah, I'm yeah. excited about that. And uh, and I'm hoping you know, I'm God willing, I pray every day that we get yeah. through this virus and yeah. we can get back to some sort of normalcy. And you know, with yeah. these poor people that are getting sick. I and know, and you know all that. So uh, yeah. we need something positive, you know. And Absolutely. I think obviously, a uh, a vaccine and people getting better will be yeah. the best thing that can happen for everybody.
1: Absolutely, you know, definitely. So,
0: uh, but anyway, uh, so in closing, I uh, I ask all my guests to turn around and now flip the hat and ask me a question that they think they may want to know about me or ask or what I got going whatever. Whatever you want to say, feel free to fire away.
1: I love it. Um, When are they making Big Daddy the movie?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I don't know. Well, there was one already with Adam Sandler. He was called Big Daddy. I love it, yeah. But uh, I don't know, but you want to laugh. Uh, A very close friend of mine keeps bringing up, that idea and you know like a netflix series or HBO yeah oh and and i'm kind of like okay uh you know let me let me first do a then get the b then do c <laughs> and i, I right. don't to let them handle that part for me since they seem to be more in tune and you know i'm just the uh the product sort of speak and you dangle me out there and you know we'll see what we can do but uh You know, it's, uh, I'm still, at the end of the day, I'm still, you know, the insurance expert, consultant. That's my main gig.
1: Yeah.
0: And, uh, you know, we, uh, I've been doing that now almost 30 years now. It seems like like yesterday, I was like one of the, you know, I tell a story about when you, when I first went to Mobile, Alabama. The first time ever at the Senior Bowl.
1: Yeah.
0: I'll never forget how many people weren't there. Like, it was like the NFL people. And yeah. then maybe some of the five big agents at the time because remember there was only like so many in the beginning right. not, and I'm yeah. talking like 19 you know 97 98 wow. around there yeah and then all of a sudden mobile grew the crowds grew mm-hmm. i was the only insurance guy there was no financial people then all of a sudden there was five insurance people yeah Two hundred financial advisors. <laughs> right. There's uh, people selling suits and you know oh, yeah. massages and haircuts and everything under the roof. And I'm like, wow, how this has evolved, you know, from one extreme to a whole nother extreme. Yeah. And you know, and that's the thing that people don't understand what goes on there. You know, right. it's, it is next to the combine. I would say it's a flea market. It because, is. You know, everyone's <laughs> there to look at the products. Yeah. And some of the product is owned by you, the agents. Mm-hmm. And you have the team people that are there looking at your product. All right, are right. we going to take them? Are we not? And, and yeah. whatnot. So, um, but, you know, listen, I, I uh, count my blessings every day. And uh, this whole thing is a new adventure for me. And I'm glad that I could share it with friends like you. And, yes. uh, you know, and, uh, and tell your story because oh. people need to know. You're thank a success, you. and like a, and I know you don't want to hear this, but you are a pioneer and you're a leader at the same time. So, thank you. Be proud, be happy, and I'm happy for you and continued success.
1: Thank you so much. It is uh, such an honor to get to be part of this. I have um, looked up to you and have sought your counsel on obviously many, many. Uh, many situations, and um, you're just one of the the rocks of the industry. You really are. You are just so solid, um, so respected, and it's an honor to call you my friend.
0: Well, thank you. I appreciate that, Kelly. And uh, we'll do this again. Uh, we're going to do a you know a whole yeah. go around. Obviously, I have a lot of people to get to, and uh, yeah, you know, and uh, like I said, you're one of the first. You're there. You're in the top four. So you're actually wow. yeah, I got you up <laughs> there. And uh, listen, everybody else, just be patient. I'll get to you, and everyone will have their turn. But uh, you know, you have certain relationships with certain people, and you want to you wanna do the right thing. So, uh, Absolutely. again, I appreciate you coming on. And uh, yeah. for everyone out there, make sure uh, you follow Kelly Masters. Give everybody your Twitter account, give you social media. Yeah, on
1: Twitter, <laughs> I am uh, at KMM Sports. And on Instagram, I'm at Kelly Masters, Kelly with an I, um, and also at KMM Sports on Instagram as well.
0: Well, that's great. So everybody, follow Kelly Masters. (laughs) If you need an agent, give her a holler. She's good. So uh, again, Kelly, thank you for coming on. And uh, I look forward to seeing you down the road. And uh, thanks again. See you soon. All right. You got it, Kelly. Have a great day.
1: Thank you.